of course, everyone selling makes a promise and they're looking for a pain point and they want to address and if they have ethics and they have morals and they and they have integrity, they will do that with the intention to truly help you know that in the long picture, they're building a relationship with you and that you'll be a returning buyer and you'll keep coming back and wanting to buy. If you haven't heard of sales before, what are we really doing when we work with customers and we're building, we're trading trust. As long as that trust continues to grow, they will keep coming back and buying more. You do that with all your clients when they come in and get lashes, do a good set of lashes. They go, wow, that was great. They give you money and the trust goes up. The moment you suck and the moment you no-show, the moment you late cancel on them or the moment you maybe do multiple bad appointments or things start going south or you, whatever goes wrong, the trust degrades to the point where they go somewhere else and buy. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Toss. Hey, Paul. Good day to you. Good day to you, sir. Yes. And uh, yeah, we're all some proper now. We're back from London and we're like speaking with, uh, we're going to have some crumpets and teas later today, don't you think? <laughs> Your accent is horrible. so bad. Oh my it's gosh, so I'm so bad. sorry. You know what's really funny is the family joke is that whenever he tries to do a An British accent, accent yeah. it always devolves into Indian. Yes. It starts at whatever, like Southern German, or whatever it is. Southern New and York. And it ends in Indian. <laughs> All roads lead to India in my mind when it comes to accents. So, oh my gosh. Anyhow, today we're bringing the heat. Ooh, sizzle, sizzle. Yeah, we were out of town for a couple of weeks, and I, the internet blew up. <laughs> it was like... Did it? It just was insane what was going on in Instagram and seeing lots of people going crazy, talking about MRR and how it's amazing or how it's a scam and all this stuff. So we decided not to chime in because we're busy. I was supposed to take time off. So now we're back and I've done some research. I've listened to some wonderful friends like Maddie and Elliot over at uh, my last two brain cells and also did some polling and actually went in and got the class and did a little Q&A session with someone who's teaching or selling the class. And so I have some insights to share. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think insights are really good. Yeah. So I think some things you'll be surprised by and some things you may not be so surprised by. So it's a it's a mixed bag. And so we will get into all that. But before we do that, we have announcements. All right, first, Clubhouse. We have a bunch of people in Clubhouse. We are about to get this going in February, but we're going to open the doors again because it's the beta and we're just kind of getting things rolling. But in March, don't have the exact set date, but in probably mid-March, the doors will open again. And if you're interested, you can jump in and join us in uh, as we really launch what I think is going to be one of the coolest coaching programs in the industry. What? What? You're waving your hand at me. No, What's this up? is the sound of Clubhouse. It's marshmallows, oh, yeah, marshmallows bouncing. Yeah. Diego, actually, our guy who edits our show said, hey, Paul, I need to know what that sounds like it sounds like yay boing, 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 boing. yay okay so that's the sound of marshmallows that's when you <laughs> join the clubhouse that's the sound that happens so that's coming so if you miss it don't worry it, we will have signups again very very soon last boss summit the next conference we're going to be speaking at we can't wait that's on april 26 27th with our friend shelby we're actually going to have an episode with her coming up soon where she's going to share about it I think it's like half or more than half sold out. It's in Austin, Texas. It's awesome. Shelby is amazing host. The lineup is awesome. 
we are somehow included, which is always an honor. So please go look. We'll have, have links in the show notes for that coming up soon. LashCon signups are coming up soon. If you want to buy your ticket to LashCon and you missed our pre-sales, March 26th, circle the calendar, mark that. That's the date when everything goes online, all the information, all the speakers, all our sponsors, everything begins to finally come online so you'll know what we're going, what's going to happen when you buy your tickets. So we can't wait for that. And then, by the way, if you're a sponsor and you want to sign up, we are very close to finally taking starting that whole process. And we're going to do it a little bit differently this year. But if you're interested in being part of that, go ahead and email me at paul at lashcast.com. I'll add you to our email list and you'll get the details when that is there. And also we have another event. Yeah, the, the course it's called with a Pat and Steph, two of our friends from Fangirl Society. Um, basically, Pat does all our graphics for LashCon. And basically, we're going to be speaking in June at their event. Tustin's going to be teaching the class. It's called The Course. And we can't wait. It's, it's be in very, Newburgh. It's in Newburgh. I, I don't know if it's in Newburgh, actually. I, I, I'm well, assuming... In, they're in New York. So they're, they're, in, New, they're in Newburgh, Coast. in north of New York City. I don't know what city it's in. It's that early, but they are going to start, I think, ticket sales for that soon. And Tustany is one of four speakers and it's going to be about lashes, not about business, about basically her retention course, but in the real short form. So it should give you at least the nut of what it's all about. So if you want to come hang out at a cool event, that's going to be in June. I think it's the second or third week in June. We'll have more details to come, but if you want to put that on your radar, please do. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about... MRR, like what is this thing? Now, maybe you're not on the internet. Like maybe you're not on Instagram and you've missed all that. And that's okay. By the way, we realize that something that we've grown to learn over the years is that a large amount of you just don't care about Instagram. There's a lot of people who just don't care. And that is not shame. No, that's good. I think you're free from all the drama, free from all the envy, the death scrolling and wasting all the energy and time. And when you're already fully booked, right? You're a busy last artist. What do you care what's going on Instagram and all the craziness? I mean, there are good things there too, but it's like anything in life. It's, it's a double-edged sword. So massive resale rights blew up. I mean, it's been around, people have said, for a long time. And it basically, the courses that are being sold have been more recently developed and put online. But I believe it really kind of hit the lash industry in the beginning of January of 2024. It's like our gift for the year. Let's come up with something that, and what is it? Basically, master resale rights courses are classes or courses, units, things developed with content. And it's the ones that I, the one that I got is all videos. And you basically can you can resell it they're giving you permission to resell it you mean white label it it's kind of like white labeling it, except you can brand it with your stuff like you can go in and add in i guess relabel but in the end the content that's there you can't change you can't okay remove so stuff. let me understand this right if yeah. we wanted to sell this program and market it as lash casts whatever course digital marketing class digital yes. marketing course yes we would buy this already produced yes content you buy it by just taking it you, and then you take it you can go through okay. the classes and, and then, then we you put can, our logo on it you can put your logo on it and put it on your website and basically and resell then we it say hey guys buy this product from us because you will learn digital marketing yes and the people who are opening it are expecting to see our faces. They will correct? not. I mean, we can add stuff to it. If we want to add our own content, you're allowed to. But the one I saw. So you can embellish it. You can embellish or add to it. But it's it's extensive. It's a lot. I think it was, someone, it was 81 videos. That's it's a lot. lot of content. So Is it comprehensive? I would say that with the real quick overview, I didn't go like, oh, I'm going to take this 18 hours and go through all these videos. I didn't do that, but I've done a lot of digital marketing. I've learned a lot about digital marketing. I'm by no means an expert in it, but I at least understand the concepts. And yeah, it has some good stuff in there. It goes through like, hey, email marketing. It talks about TikTok. It talks about ads, running ads. It talks about all these different things, and it's information that, yes, it's useful. But if we bought it and resold it, we would be nowhere on it. So while the content itself is good, there is some misunderstandings. I think when you say you're selling something, they expect to see your face. Like we've built trust with our audience. Like people watch us. And if we say we're going to do a training, they expect us to show up and do a training. It'd be weird. Like, Hey guys, we're speaking at LashCon and some guy walks on stage and goes, I represent Paul and I'll be doing his talk today. <laughs> That would be it's like a little bit of a little what? What's going on? People would be like, what is this? A, is this a joke? Yeah. So basically that's what's going on. It's people are basically selling classes that they didn't make 
Now, some people maybe are adding on. I didn't buy every class from everyone out there, but maybe some people are adding their own classes on top of that. So there's more content and this is an ongoing project. So there'll be more videos added to it and so forth. And, and just to be clear, this, I, I'm going to give props to Elliot from Lightheart Lash or from uh, my last two brain cells. He did some research and I am going to be referring to some of the stuff he did. So I always want to give credit where credit's due. Elliot's a boss. Should go follow him. Between Maddie and Elliot, I think Elliot's cooler. <laughs> no one else thinks that, by the way. I think you're showing your boy bias. Yeah, there's maybe some boy bias. I, I'm like, I'll, I'll have a beer with Elliot. Maddie, I'll just say, you're okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they're both awesome. I love both. They're both amazing. And they did two episodes. I would highly suggest you listen to just the second episode. The first one's a lot of speculation, and they openly admit that. Like, yeah, we're just speculating. The second one, they actually went crazy deep and did a lot of research. Tons of information. I'm not going to repeat a lot of what they say by any means because they did a deeper dive. But I am going to refer to them at times because I think they did some good stuff. So anyhow, Elliot figured out how they make money. And it's not nefarious. It's not weird. But basically, the people who created this course, because they're still doing lives. Like, they're still doing in-house lives. So you can go in and you can sit down and do Q&As with people from the program, the originators, I guess, who made it. And what's cool, so that's kind of cool. It's like ongoing value. Like, oh, wow, it's not just a... Flash you know, in the pan. For, you know, make and forget type program. They're trying to still educate add and add value once you get into this thing. But what was interesting is that really probably where the money is made for these people, where a lot of money is made, is not obviously once they resell it, they don't make any money. Because if I buy it, if, let's say I buy it from them and then I sell it to you, Tess, they don't gain money from you. Like this is not a pyramid scheme, right? This is not where, oh, if I sell it, I get only 10% and you and my boss gets 80 or 90% and you get none, right? It, it's not one of those pyramid schemes. But what it does do is that when you buy it and you sell it to other people, then people use the tools that they give you links to. And the two companies that they refer people to are Standstore and System.io. These are tools that you can use to help you with digital marketing. So you go in that and you use their links. That's going to be probably an affiliate link. And then they get a kickback for every person who signs up and uses Standstore or System.io. And so that's how they make their money. And if you think about it, this is where it, you could just say it is a pyramid scheme in the sense that, okay, it starts with me selling to you, and then you sell it to two people, and then you, those two sell it to two people. And before you know it, after a couple of months, you have 10,000 people selling it to 30,000 people, and 30,000 sell it to 90,000, and it exponentially grows. But all these people are clicking on these links and using these tools that they recommend. Now, they're not saying you have to use these tools. They're just saying these are tools you can use, or you can go get your own. But ease of use already, you got a lot of this information. You're, of course, you're going to click on and use the tools there. And how many of these people actually go on and use it, I don't know. But it quickly, exponentially grows. It doesn't matter. Let's say after six months of running this program, a million people have used it and only a handful, like 5%, actually do the links. There's still 50,000 people who buy it and you get all that money. So it's an interesting model. Never seen it before. Maybe it's been done in other ways, but... It's interesting. Is it a scam in that sense, what they're doing? No, because, again, they're just providing you information. It's up to you to decide if you want to click on that affiliate link and use the tools that they recommend, which they get a kickback from. So let's get into the big question. Everyone's wondering, is it a scam? Well, you just said it wasn't. Well, I'm going to go into a yes and no answer now. Just to really create drama. Uh, this is a nuanced problem because I talked to a lot of people. I actually did uh, email surveys. I asked people out there and our followers. Thank you for those who responded. And I talked to Maddie and Elliot and the other people in the industry. I got the class. I actually went through and did a, a live Q&A with someone who's selling the class. They'll see what they say when you sit, really sit down and ask them. They get to answer questions. So first off, is the actual product a scam? It is not. Okay, so the product itself really is a digital marketing class. It is really just, it's basic from what I can tell. Again, I didn't go through all the nuts and bolts, so I'm not going to say it's, it's by no means like the final course you'll ever need to take on digital marketing. But there's a lot more to it. There's a lot of things that you can pull out of it and you can get. So if you go in knowing that this has not been made by the person you're buying from, but it's made from some people, and I don't even know who these people are. I know a lot of digital marketers. I never heard of these people. So I can't say if they're highly regarded in the industry. I by no means know everyone. I wish I did. That would be better, but I don't. But 
so I don't know of their resumes. I didn't take the time to research and go, oh yeah, these these guys learned from the very best and they're highly respected in the industry. I they could be just some yahoos who came up with a creative idea and said, no, I found a way to make money. We're going to get people to refer. We're going to use affiliate marketing like no one has done it before. And so we're going to create this whole package of classes. We're going to shoot all these videos and we're going to give real value and build that trust knowing that once people watch all this content, then they can go on, click on the affiliate links and we that's where we'll make our real money. So yeah, who knows? But that said, I think the product itself has sound principles. There are sound things you can learn. And if you really want to learn digital marketing, by the way, I'll just say this. I'm going to tell you places where you can go get digital marketing, in my opinion, where it's a little bit more, you can go deeper. And also I'm going to share stuff that Elliot shared on his podcast with Maddie about places where he's learned and things that he's gotten. So I'm going to share some places. So if you're like, well, I don't know if I want to buy this. I don't trust it. It doesn't sound great. Or I don't want to support it then I'm going to give you resources where you can go. But you have to wait till the end for that. Let's go into what is wrong about it. Well, I think the marketing is all is misleading, right? You I mean the message? Messaging. The messaging is wrong. Well, what is the message? Messaging is saying, I made, you know, as, as Maddie, I think, put it, I, or Elliot put it on their podcast, I think uh, I made $10,000 while I was pooping. <laughs> All right, which I love. Oh, is it kind of like, oh, stop trading your time for money, for money. Yes. and create passive streams of income? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fallen into this trend that's really been building over the last couple of years about passive income. It's like it's a theme that's pounding their industry, and it makes sense. I mean, after um, basically COVID, and there are a lot of us like in California where we couldn't work for nine months, right? No income for nine months. That got a lot of people scared and nervous. So a lot of people are now thinking, okay, passive income, alternative income, I have to find ways. Or some people are, are feeling tired of what they're doing, burned out, what they're doing, they're looking for something new to do, but they don't want to completely change industries and start all over. So like, this is a great way. And you also have some bad players, I'd say, saying, and, and some, it's a mixed bag. You have some bad players and you have some people who just don't understand. They're just naive because they're just copying other people's marketing. There are bad players out there who say you need multiple streams of income because I want you to buy my training. All right. And they're using that as the method to entice you. Like once you take my training, you're going to learn how to do multiple streams and then you're going to be a millionaire like I am. Those are the bad players. Now, there are other people copying that messaging because they're seeing it and they're like, oh, that's what everyone's doing. I guess what you do. You tell everyone you need to take multiple streams of income. And we've done the talk. We've done this a couple of times where we're talking about multiple streams of income, by the way, are great. But I mean, right now in our business, we have, we have Lashcon, we have Tustin's our training courses, Tustin takes clients. And then we also now have our coaching programs. So we have technically you could say four, but then here's the real ones. We also have investments, which is really what passive income is. That's that where you take your money that you profit and you put it in other things that make you money. Whether because I think it's important to note that when they say passive streams of income, it doesn't mean that your engagement is passive. In, in many ways, if the more businesses that you have, whether it's, you know, uh, it's a salon and you're trying to get people to do services while you're not there, it still requires a massive amount of effort, which is not passive. It's the opposite of passive in terms of your engagement. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, well, Elliot made a joke about let's make it cool that non-passive income is the way to go today. <laughs> make non-passive income cool again. Yeah, let's make it cool again because everyone's always talking about passive income and there is places for that. Yes, man, please go get investments and take your mind. Buy property when that time comes. Where we live in California, it's really hard to do that. But there are parts of the country where I've heard it's not so difficult. So yeah, go buy property. Don't make your money do an investment or affiliate marketing or produce something that gives you royalties. Like if you're an actor, right? You get royalties. If you're an author, you can get royalties from your book selling. Those are, are, Those passive, are passive income. But when you're telling someone to start a training program or start a product line or hire employees, that's no longer passive. No, that's not this idea that you're going to hire employees and somehow be passive and stop trading your time for money. Shut up. You're not, that's not true. You are trading time for money. Your job is now to manage those team members who do the work itself. And then while they work, you're still hustling and having to manage your team to build that salon or that business. That's not trading time for money. You're, 
you're yeah. still trading your time for money, but the money is indirect. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not passive from you. It's not passive anymore. You're just, you're, you're changing your role. You're a manager. It's like my brother-in-law. He was a software developer all his life, but then as he grew, he moved up and now he's a manager of people. So, so he doesn't code anymore. He doesn't code anymore, but that doesn't mean he's like passive. You know, he's a passive manager. Like he doesn't do, I mean, if he was passive, he'd probably be laid off. So he still has to be active. He has to go to work. He has to be engaged. He has to lead people. He has to learn. He has to grow. He has to invest in people. And the same thing's true for this whole idea of salon ownership and that stop training your time for money. Anyhow, we, we're getting off the little bit off the track because that's a lately is something we've heard about, about which kind of irks me a little bit because well, it's not true. Well, we're talking about a good faith player and a bad faith player. Yeah, so the bad faith player says you need my program the impetus is to buy her or his program instead of equipping you yeah their their goal is just to get money you're, you're a piggy bank to them they just want your money so they'll say anything they can to get you to buy their product and then forget about you afterwards like move on i don't care i got my cash you're no longer mean anything to me could those bad faith players still have a good product yeah i mean like i said this product that's currently out there's a bunch of them I forget the names of them, but it's like I've heard of at least three different product lines out there and they all have their own different names. The Digital Wealth Academy is what I got. So you're, t but what separates a somebody who's good and somebody who's bad is with the motive then? Well, I mean, we can't always know their motive, right? So I think some people who are copying this marketing, I, I just don't like it. And we're going to talk about this in our episode where we talk about bad marketing. Okay. Like this type of marketing where you show yourself on vacation overlooking a sunset in Hawaii or some exotic location and say, I just made $20 million while I slept. What are you doing? You know, it's like buy my class and you can too. I mean the whole, some of them don't say directly that they'll just say, look, I made $5,000 last night while I was at the bar. And they're like, Oh, okay. Great for you. And their implication is like, and you can too. And they tend most of the, a lot of the ones I've seen have been saying, implying that they're millionaires that they are so wealthy and that if you want to be a millionaire like them, then you need to buy their program, which is not a very trustworthy source, right? I mean, when someone is like, basically it's a conflict of interest, they don't have your best interest in mind. It'd be different if people were online promoting classes and trainings like, Hey guys, know what? I want you to be rich. Here are three trainings I recommend where you can go get rich. Take these trains. I don't own any of them. I get no affiliate from them, but I'm recommending that's a good source of information. When someone is like, by the way, you want to be a millionaire Buy my class. <laughs> it's like, is that really a good source at that point? Maybe they're going to teach you how to be a millionaire, which we've talked about millionaires. There's almost none in our industry, but trust me. So Basically, their motives is, is is muddled, right? Because, well, of course, you're going to say whatever you want to say because you want me to buy your training. There's a conflict of interest that is not in the best interest of the consumer. So you, you got to be a little careful when someone comes on and starts telling you things like really too good to be true. Like, oh, my gosh, if you take my class, you'll never work again. What? Where does that exist? You mean like I'll be able to retire? Oh, yeah. Retire as the last artist and never work again or work one hour a day. Really? And this is why there's people pissed off who've taken these classes because they were told, buy my class and you'll never work again. That's what they're saying. They may say, well, that's not exactly what I said. But know what? That that's what you're implying with the way you did your video, the way you showed it. You implied that there's going to be no work needed whatsoever. I mean, if it's true, all you have to do is get like all the homeless to buy the program and yes. they'll never be homeless again. Right? Yes, exactly. Or as we went to one conference, hey, everyone at this conference, I'm going to teach you how to make $10,000. And then they told you how to make that money. And you all looked at each other and go, that's not, no, that's, you did not tell me how to make $10,000 today. <laughs> but, you know, people oversell, people overpromise. These are bad marketing practices. And right now, some of the people are selling these things. Some people I've seen, I've actually seen a couple of people trying to sell and they're actually trying to do it straightforward. Like, hey guys, I taught this class to help me some. It might help you. Which is much more realistic. Yeah. It's a little bit more honest, straightforward. Like, and it, by the way, they only claim they have made it. Like they're just saying, it's a class I'm reselling to That's you. That's transparent. That's very transparent. Some of the other people have not been as transparent or are changing that to be a little more transparent so people understand you're not buying it from them. I guess it's about managing expectations. Yes. And when we get somebody's lashes done, we're not saying these lashes are going to change your life. All of a sudden, 
you'll have more romantic possibilities than you ever have before. You're going to get raised and promotion and opportunity after another. In fact, you're going to be landed a cover girl contract. I think I promised that with our last cast clubhouse, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, you know, you buy this perfume, everyone's going to be chasing you. You get this plastic surgery, your life is going to change. Yep. No plastic surgeon worth their salt would ever say something like this because we know that it does not have the power to do that. Exactly. So it's about managing expectations. And if you say your life is going to be absolutely different, you are going to be able to retire, you are going to be able to don't lift a finger. That's not managing expectations well. No, if it's too good to be true, guess what, guys? It probably it is. It probably is. There's very few things in life where it just the money just rolls in and you'll do it. Like I said earlier, there are ways. Affiliate marketing, investing, buying properties, get a financial advisor eventually when you have enough money to help manage it. Those type of things. That's where you can make passive income. All this other stuff that appears out, it's nonsense. It's kind of like, you know, the fairy tale about Jack and the Beanstalk, you know, Jack comes home and he's like, hey, I sold the cow for some magic beans. Yes. And the wife was like, you did what? Yes. You know, there's no such thing as magic beans, you know, but the reason why Jack bought it is because he believed so much in the seller yeah. saying that these are magic. We get scammed because we want it to be true. Yeah. I mean, I'm in my lifetime. I've been scammed. Oh, we have. I, I bought stuff that I shouldn't have bought that I thought was gonna be really cool. And then I was like, oh, I got because it hits a, a pain point, right? The pain point is I, I feel like I over work i'm tired i just need a break i wish someone would see me i wish someone i wish i was really smart and i knew how to do things i wish and then someone comes along and says no you are smart and you know what i'm smart and i i I've, I've tricked i found the way i found the way i mean this is as old as like snake oil right where the salesmen, where the guys in the Western days would show up in cities and say, I got this cure-all that will if you change everything. If you have an ailment that is driving you to tears, you're going to do everything and believe everybody that's got a cure. And there's someone out there that wants to take your money. There is someone out there that's going to find a way to, to hit that pain point so that you fork over money, and then at the end, they walk away and, and you never know. So... While the product, yes, is good, the messaging is horrible, it is misleading. It literally is saying things that aren't true. And I want to get into some of the claims that they make. And then I'm going to give credit to some other people for things that they I've noticed that they've commented. So first, one of the things that I hear, they, they, they claim is that you can't be a lash artist forever. Oh, yeah. You've got five years tops. Yeah, you got five years. Some people teach you got five years. Some people are just like, oh, you just can't do it forever. Your body is going to break down. You're going to be a mess. Like we've said this before, I never hear this in the hair world. I don't hear hairstylists talking about how, oh, you can't cut hair as a career. Every Most hairstylists I know love what they do, and they plan to be a hairstylist for 20, 30, 40 years. That's their career. And now some want to move up, be trainers, be influencers. Yes, that's fine. But they don't aren't thinking, I'll never be a hairstylist again. No, they love cutting hair. and But in the last world, that's not true. And so these people, some of them have tapped into that type of fear. Fear, fear like, oh, you're right. I've been told I can't be a lash artist for the rest of my life. Not true. Absolutely not true. You can absolutely make a career out Tussie's of it. he has been doing it for almost 20 years now. And there are peers that I know that have been doing it almost as long, some, yeah. some longer. Think about this. An eye surgeon or an eye doctor who is, you know, operating using the same kind of muscles and the same kind of fatigue with higher stakes than we do. And they have careers that span decades. For 40 years. And, and I think one of the things that people have to understand is that, you know, there's no shame, by the way, in being a lash artist. I think we often feel like, well, we need to do more. I have to do more. You do not. If you don't want to, it, it, you need to build a life that you want, the business you want. That's really what Clubhouse is all about, is you building the business that you want. It's not going to look like what other people want. And some people want a, just a part-time job. working, Take care of their family. Yeah. Pour into their kids and their husband, their spouse. It's not about always having to do more. And also, if you are in a lot of pain, there are things you can do to change that. And we should really break that down. I keep thinking we need to do an yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll do an episode. Where we talk about ergonomics. We talk about loops. We, we talk, talk about, about longevity. Longevity. So Tusney has been on the other side where she was in pain. She hurt her hand. She had carpal tunnel surgery. You know, she's had these things done. But at the same time, we've learned looking back, if we had changed our practices it wouldn't have to be that way. Exactly. So we'll get to that in another episode. So that's one thing that I think that they're selling that's not true. Another thing they claim is that um, you can make money while you sleep. And while that's true, yes, you can. Sales can be coming in while you're sleeping. You still got to build a new business. It doesn't imply that there's not work that went into it. And let's just say you take the class and you watch all these videos and you learn digital marketing. Okay, there's 
multiple things you can do with it. You can one, take that information now and build your own digital products, right? And say, okay, I'm going to teach classes and I'm going to implement all the things I learned from this class to help sell these classes online. Great. Is that going to be easy? No. Do you do that while you're sleeping? No. No. You do that while you're awake and you're wringing your hands and you're, (laughs) you're grinding the stone. I mean, we just recorded Tustin's retention course back in December and we, it took us a couple of years to develop that course. I mean, actually, it's, it's taken many years of tests of changing, tweaking, rewriting, shooting videos. Actually practicing by teaching people. Yeah, practicing for years. Then we once we got it down to where we feel like it's pretty darn good. It's, this is a, the solid class that we wanted to be. We decided to record it. We spent two full days, like eight-hour eight days, made nine-hour days. And my friends, I have to tell you that it was absolute agony yeah. for me. I mean, it was so To the point of tears. Hard. To yes. the point of tears. Test and us almost and fighting. I mean, we literally got in a fight. Our director, our friend David, basically said, okay, Paul, Tess, we need to take a timeout. because time out. Yeah, this is not going to work. And we went, You go in that corner, you go yeah. in that corner. And you know, we have to go get lunch or something. We went and ate because we just had – Tess got to the point where she literally couldn't say almost one word without messing up because she was her, – her confidence had weakened. I wasn't being empathetic, and it just went downhill really bad. And so Thanks. it was hard. Yeah. It was super, super hard. And guess what? We're two months later now almost or a month and a half later – and guess what? It's been sort of edited, but it's not ready yet. It still needs to be finalized. We have to finish. We have to add in questions. We're going to add in new footage that we have to shoot and some graphics. It's a lot of work. It is not a ride in the park. No. It is not for the faint of heart. And then when it's done, we have to sell it. Then we actually have to sell it. It's not going to sell itself. I'm not going to just put it on the internet and the world's like, oh my gosh, everyone can't wait to buy it. James Whitmore, a guy I'm going to recommend later on, um, has um, talks. I'm someone that I've taken some time in all his classes because I, I love his stuff, but I still haven't got through all those 80 billion hours of content. He says right off the beginning, no one wants to buy your class. He's like, newsflash, no one wants your content. No one wants to buy your class. So just to be aware, be aware. Because often we think, oh my gosh, I'm such a genius. I'm going to put this out there and the whole world's going to want it. No, they don't. So not only now have you created a digital product, now you're going to have to sell that product. And that in itself is a job. It's a job. All these are jobs. A full-time job. So yes, take that digital class and realize you now have just built yourself a new job. So if you're a full-time lash artist, where's that time going to come from? It's going to come from when you get home. Yep. And after you feed your family. And And you are so exhausted. Now it's cutting in your sleep time that you need to recover for the next day. Yes. That's when it's going to come. Yeah. So So you got to cut something out. You're going to, you're something's going to happen. So you're going to break or you're going to burn out. You're going to resent your family. And I've seen it over and been in this industry now for 19 years. We've seen it guys. There are so many people who you don't know are no longer in the industry because they burned out because they were shining bright and really making a difference, but they were burning the candle at both ends. Last shot is full time and doing stuff online and trying. And eventually they just couldn't keep it going and they just backed out because you know what? There's only so much you can do. Uh, and so that's one part. So you can take the class and you can build it. So that's not passive. Doesn't sound bad. The other one is you could take and resell it. Right. And, Okay, sure. You you put it on your Instagram, make a few posts, and hey guys, I need to make money in my sleep or why I poop or whatever. And yeah, a handful of people buy it. Not many, I promise you. Because first off, guess why? Unless you're a big influencer and you have 20, 30, 40, 100,000 followers and you have a podcast or you have a YouTube channel which, which has an audience and a following, you have, let's say, 1,200 like people. They're all your own clients right now that you come to you for lashes. And all of a sudden, you decide to start posting about, buy my lash or my digital marketing class. <laughs> and people are like, what? I thought you were a lash artist. Oh, no, I am. But I'm also now a digital resell marketer or a digital marketing reseller. And like, yes, a few people might see you and go, oh, okay, that sounds interesting. I'll check it out. But that audience is super small. You don't have the large audience to sell to. And if you want to start doing this, it can be, get really messy. We'll get into that in a little bit later. But so this whole idea of going, you know, reselling and you're going to make millions like these other people, not going to happen. A lot of these other people already have large audiences, by the way, have influence. 
have built this trust so people will buy from them. And you think you're going to have that same with your smaller phone. You can, following. but it's going to take a long time to build that. Yeah, you're going to have to go out there and build an Instagram. You're going to have to do a podcast. You're going to have to do YouTube, TikTok. You're going to have to find ways to interact with lash artists and get them to love what you do and trust you and then buy stuff from you. That's not overnight. Guess what? That's like sounds like you're building another business again. So that's not passive. So there's the digital marketing that you can use to do it. Or what I actually saw some people say who bought it. They did nothing because, you know what? They realized, crap, nothing passive about this. I'm going to have to first go to school, learn everything, and then I'm going to have to apply it to whatever. I mean, I guess the other place you can apply it is to helping you sell your salon or your business. So you learn digital marketing and you apply that to better communicating with your base and getting out there to your community and letting people know that you are a lash artist. So that'd be the other place. It's kind of like a book. If you buy a book that says buy this book and you'll never have to uh, work again. Unless you sell this book. (laughs) Unless you sell it. But the book contains information and you need to absorb, digest, internalize, and then you need to act on the information. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say you you read the book and then you can go write your own book and sell that book, or you can write, uh, take that current book and you can put your own name on it, right? You can replace the cover and resell that book, right? right? Let's say it's a book on like how to build a house and you buy the book and everything you need to know is in that. It doesn't mean that you buy the book and all of a sudden your house is there. You still have to do the work to build the house. Exactly. So that's not true. I mean, yes, you, you eventually, if you are a really good digital marketer, yes, eventually after many, I'd say many years of hard work and planning and building systems, you can build a business where you don't have to work more than a few hours a day. I believe that is feasible, but the amount of work and expertise, and by the way, the very, very, I don't think many people get there. I think most people fail along the way at some point. Most of you are burnout. They, they don't know how to do it because it is a skill and an art. It's both. Marketing is not just all art and it's not all skill. It's both. It's like some people just have a better, it's kind of like lashing. Like some lash artists just intuitively understand design a little better. And then they actually have the skill to be able to get there. And then there's some artists who you've seen just very technical. Like they don't really have the art. They don't have the eye. They just can do the technical stuff. But when you start talking about like design, their face goes blank. And they're like, I just don't understand how to do that. It's just not part of it. So if you really want to be a great digital marketer, it's art and a skill. And it's not something you're going to learn in a few weeks. Most people I know are really good. It's been years of training. Just like you became a lash artist, didn't happen overnight. After a month or even after a year, you weren't great. It takes years of constant work to become a great lash artist, become a great digital marketer. It's going to take years of that too. So that's just uh, a little something there. Um, they also claim that you can become a trainer. And, you know, this is like your beginning of your training journey, and which is a little, I think that's misleading because that's not true. You're not becoming a trainer. If you are just reselling the product, that doesn't make you a trainer because it's not your product. Someone's going to take that and they're going to knock on and go, oh my gosh, Paul sold me this digital course. Paul's a trainer. No, I'm a reseller. I'm a distributor of other people's products. That's what it does. And training, just like anything else, you have to learn to become a trainer now. Like, okay, so you're a lash artist and you think I'll take this. It's going to teach me how to be a digital marketer so I can sell my trainings. Oh, wait, I've never trained before. Guess what? Another skill. And not one that takes another month or two to learn. Tustin would say for you, how many years would you say you put in before you felt like a confident t- trainer? Um, I would say at least two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, I would even say even That's minimum. more for you. That's really minimum, hit yeah. where you're like, I'm getting this. Like, I felt like, like almost four or five four years, years yeah. of working, trying different things, giving up on certain things, learning empathy more, learning to understand. Also learning to be tough on people and really call. I think um, at two and a half was the place where I was able to start. I, I, I was able to do the, the, do the deed. Yeah. But at, at the two and a half mark, that's when I started learning um, how to better convey the message yeah. and how to uh, work with different types of learners. Yeah. And that process took another two years. Yeah. So, um, or two and a half years. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so here it is. It's just like lashes. It takes about two and a half year, two years to handle anything that walks in the room, but it doesn't mean that you're a master. So these classes will not make you a trainer. Like if you're going to go buy one of these courses, you're going to learn digital marketing. They're not going to teach you training at all, in fact. They're not going to teach you a 
darn thing about how to be a trainer. They're going to teach you things like how to be a better email marketer, how to use certain tools better, how to use affiliate marketing, all that type of stuff. That's great. Again, new skill, got to learn it. And then now you're going to be like, oh, now I'm a trainer. Oh, oh, wait, no, you're not. So again, misleading, you know, it's like, it's saying, yes, you can become a trainer. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And by the way, please, I, I sometimes feel like uh, maybe we, we seem like we poo-poo things like much. We're not trying to poo-poo anything. We're trying to just make it realistic because a lot of people oversell stuff to make it so easy so you buy their stuff. We try to be, actually, it's your own detriment, right? We don't sell as much at times because we're almost too honest and open about well, how difficult it is. we're trying to manage expectations because what's our biggest value is making sure that people are happy yeah. at the end and they get what they wanted or yeah. we over-deliver. Exactly. And so um, you have to manage expectations and that means talking about some of the things that are... Um, can be uh, dis discouraging so that you know exactly what you're getting into. Yeah. I mean, we, we really are just trying to be the friend, your friend in the last industry, right? We're just saying, guys, you know, I, I wish it was all roses and perfect and easy. I, I mean, I, you I, don't want to have sold your house for the magic beans. And then, <laughs> uh, you know, God forbid the magic I, the beans giant don't grow. Comes and no, stops your house. Most people just end up with beans, right? Yeah, and yeah. and they've sold the cow, right? Yeah, so they what don't do even get to go up in the clouds and no. meet some giant weirdo or no. like that. Not to have the adventure to talk about. They literally just lose everything. They lose everything. And so we don't want you buying stuff from people because they just promise you the world. Yes, of course, every one selling has to make, make a promise of some sort like hey if you buy this shampoo you know your hair will be more full or take this lash course and you will have four new clients a day and be making uh this return on investment yeah or 10 facials a day what was that the 10 oh yeah 10 facial day yeah i'm not going to that but that's yeah i i think the idea is you know of course everyone selling makes a promise and they're looking for a pain point and they want to address, and if they have ethics and they have morals and, and they have integrity, they will do that with the intention to truly help you. Know that in the long picture, they're building a relationship with you and that you'll be a returning buyer and you'll keep coming back and wanting to buy. If you haven't heard of sales before, what are we really doing when we work with customers and we're, we're trading trust? As long as that trust continues to grow, they will keep coming back and buying more. You do that with all your clients when they come in and get lashes, do a good set of lashes. They go, wow, that was great. They give you money and the trust goes up. The moment you suck and the moment you no-show, the moment you late cancel on them or the moment you maybe do multiple bad appointments or things start going south or you, whatever goes wrong, the trust degrades to the point where they go somewhere else and buy. And what I want you to do with it comes to like this MRR stuff, if you decide to go down this route, go down the route of saying, I'm trying to build trust with people so that over the long term, they'll go buy from me. So don't say you're a trainer. Just be honest. I'm reselling out training that I took that I really enjoyed that will help you. And that's being honest and open about it. And then they can decide for themselves they want it. And the same thing's true with, um, or, but don't think you're a trainer. Say, well, by the way, I'm a trainer now. Here's my course. They're going to buy from you once and they're going to see it wasn't you and they're never going to buy from you again and, and you burnt all that their, goodwill. they're not going to tell their friends to buy either. Another thing that um, some people complain saying, well, this model, is, well, they'll say this model is very sustainable. And my answer is no, it's not. <laughs> it's not sustainable. You're not going to be selling MRR, this one MRR course for the rest of your life. You're just not. You're not going to retire. You're like I bought this one course, I set it up and I spent the rest of my life just making money off this one course. No. You know what? I mean, honestly, if it worked that well, they should be giving it to people that are down and out. That uh, yeah, because we, we solved world hunger and 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 poverty would be no longer because we all we need is one MRR class and it will be done. There's there's a lifespan of products. I mean, there's a reason why every product that we know in the world comes out with new versions every year. And by the way, even brands that don't need to have new versions come out with new versions. You'll see this with cereals. You'll see this with coffee. You'll see with companies where they'll just new improved or 20% bigger or they'll find ways to create excitement about their product because you have to once in a while stir it up. And if you just think you're going to buy this one product and make money the rest of your life, you're not. Now, maybe you're like, well, no, no, Paul, I know what they're going to do. They're going to come with another product. Well, here's the problem. If you burnt all the trust on the first round, why would people buy from you in the second round, right? If all you're doing is reselling product, 
you're going to burn more bridges. Because the reason why I know I say that is because the evidence says that. I've talked to enough people, and between and also Maddie, who shared that she has hundreds of people that were upset. So, I mean, if you see, there's a lot of people that thought they were buying something got the wrong stuff. They're never going to buy again. They, they say, shame on you, right? Why, why would I buy from you a second time? So you've already burned that trust. So even if you came with another class that they resell and you go out and you resell it, that's not going to help you. So there, there's very limited lifespan for this product. I think in six months, everyone's going to be done with, or less. I could see even two or three months. This whole thing where you see people posting their numbers, it's going to go away because unless they find out how to create their own content and create their own products that they can sell and that they can market, this reselling thing has a very limited lifespan. I mean, I, I when we asked people if they were going to buy it, 90% of the people who basically responded to my poll uh, or email, 90% said no. 90%. That means only 10% of the audience is interested right now. And that's a very non-scientific poll. I get it. But And now that 10% half didn't like it. So 5% thought they got something worthwhile out of the 100%. If you take 100% of the people who responded, 90 said, screw that idea, don't want to buy it. 5% said, yeah, it was worth it. And 5% were like, eh, no, not so good. Yeah, but some of these programs, uh, I'm not necessarily talking about this MRR, but some marketers, their uh, coaching or their programs are so expensive that they don't need a lot of people. They only need like one or two. Oh, I mean, yeah, the real big ones out there, those aren't MRRs. You're just talking about big coaching programs. They mm -hmm. just, yeah, they just need to make a coach. Yeah, that's another issue. We'll get to that another time. But yeah, but the MRR, I just it, there's only so many people will buy it in the market. Once the market gets saturated, you're going to have to come up with new more products soon or you're going to have to go into other markets, like go into the nail market, go into the hair market, you know, keep expanding your markets because the last industry is not like 10 million people, right? It's not this infinite number of people. It's actually quite small. And the amount of people on Instagram in, interacting with people is even smaller. I might be wrong, but I have this idea that half our industry doesn't even really show up on Instagram. There, there's just doing their own life, doing their own business, and they're fine. So, like, maybe you're only getting half the industry. And even then, you know, if you only have a 1,000 followers, how many of those people are, are, are you going to exhaust after a while? Like, you're going to have to now start buying ads. You're going to have to start doing all sorts of other marketing to try to get into new audiences. So this is not something that will have a long 10-year run. You're going to have to eventually stop and start making products yourself. You're going to have to actually create real products that have value like Maddie and Elliot do. Maddie and Elliot are like the kings of creating content and creating classes that they can sell and help other people and people keep coming back which is why their prices keep going up and they keep making money because they're doing something that has value and they've built that trust and people really love them for that as opposed to you just reselling something else. I'm looking at our time. We're going to have to go in a second. So let me try to wrap up here a couple more things i want to give credit to someone else chris carr brought this up from last guy pro he said look if you're getting into this mrr stuff you, you've got to really think this through because what's going to happen is you're going to basically start selling to your current clients um you know this uh, master resale and rights and your clients want lashes <laughs> it's like what do you think you're doing like you're really you're, you're killing your algorithm you're messing up everyone who comes to your page. They're looking for certain things. All of a sudden, you, it's like me, um, you know, starting to sell pork auto rinds. parts or pork rinds or auto parts on Lashcast. Like, hey, guys, I'm into auto parts now. Why don't you buy these mufflers from me? And people are like, what the, what? Like, you just, they don't understand why you're selling to that to them. So, or your other thing, you have to start on their Instagram. You're going to have to start a second page that's aimed specifically for lash artists. Because if you're taking your current, page which is aimed to clients in your community and you've been building that for years and all of a sudden you decided to tank that because all of a sudden you start talking about selling stuff to lash artists it's going to kill your algorithm kill you all, all the flow no one's going to understand your page so the other then you have to start a second job you know new business basically start another page and start selling i mean it's just confusion it's a lot of work and it's again could really mess up your business where less people are now coming to you for clients for lashes because they think you're a reseller or you're a digital marketer who is here to help mentor people or something like it's, it's going to be completely confusing. So Chris really nailed that overall is this program hurting people? I think it is. I, and at the end of the day, I think more people have been hurt than helped. I do think it uh, can help people. Now, do you ten, think that is because not necessarily the program itself, but how it's marketed? Yeah, it's all because of how it's marketed. It's not because the content's bad. So, um, like I said, Maddie and Elliot, they, 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 they,
who were upset won refunds and couldn't get it. Like, there's no guarantees behind this. Something just to pat us on the back, like our clubhouse program. 60-day trial period, basically. If you don't like it after 60 days, we'll give you a refund. That's how much we believe in it. I don't know of anyone. Maybe they're going to change their message. I don't know. I, don't, I bet you no one on the master resale thing is giving refunds to anyone. And once they got your money, you're done. And that, again, to me, is a bad faith player. If you really, I mean, we do this with your lash clients. We guarantee our work. If we can't give you lashes you want and we can't fix it, we do get one chance to fix it. We'll, 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 we'll refund your money. And we've only done it, I think, twice or three times in like now 10 years. But the guarantee is amazing because it keeps me on my toes and helps me be prepared for anything that walks through the door um, and making sure that my communication skills are great because I stand behind that exactly. um, guarantee. I went in, I took this class, I went and took a live uh, webinar with one of these people and the person, I'm going to go through some of the claims because it, it turned out this class was very defensive because they, they're feeling the heat. The person is feeling like people are coming after me and, and, and rightfully so for some things, right? Like I said, the messaging I think is horrible. The product itself is actually not bad. And what I liked about this, I'll say when she unveiled stuff, she shows you everything and it's great. So I highly recommend if you're interested that in this, go and look and see it. And she backs off a lot of the claims, which I appreciate. Once she gets into that, all the claims like make rich, make money while you're asleep, all that stuff goes away. She really says like, this is not a get rich quick scheme. She says, you have to work for it. You have to build systems. You have to build stuff, which I was like, oh. But that's the opposite of I make money and I retired uh, yeah. and while I poop. The messaging on the outside says this, but then when the, you get into the room and maybe the messaging's changed. Maybe this, these these people are now realizing, okay, we have to be a little bit more transparent, and they are. But so I appreciate that they did at least say, okay, look, guys, you're, it's basically you're going to either learn from those classes, and then you have to build businesses or build products based upon what you learn and resell those. So I appreciate that. Um, and then to say that it's not a pyramid scheme, it's not. I agree, it is not a pyramid scheme. Uh, it will help you learn business, which it, I th yeah, absolutely, they said that, and I'm like, yeah, it does. It will help you learn business. Um, it did say you don't need to be experienced to be an educator. I thought that was a horrible message. I was like, what? You don't need experience to be an educator? Of course you do. Why would I want to learn from someone who has no experience in doing anything? Like, they just woke up and said, I'm going to teach you today. And like, what experience do you have doing? Oh, I'm, I don't know. I'm just going to practice on you. <laughs> like, oh, good. Like, would you go to a lash artist and no. say, would you go to a surgeon? This yeah. Says, I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm, I don't know anything. But would you go to a pilot? Let, let me practice on you. Like, no, no. Education is a skill. You got to learn. You got to practice. You got to start somewhere. But normally you don't charge people tons of money to, in the beginning when you start training. Either you train people for free uh, or you, you give it away. I love what Manny Ellis said. They, when they do create a class, they give it out to like 50 people for free and get feedback to see what they can change and improve. I'm like, that's brilliant. What a smart idea. I wish we did that. Like, what a great idea to get people to really help you grow your, your training and learn as a trainer. Um, they also said, edu they think that the person claimed a lot of educators, they think, um, see MRRs as being um, threatening to them. Like, because now everyone can be a trainer. And like, no, that's not the reason why. The reason why us, and I know like Maddie and others I've heard out there speaking against it, we're not threatened. I, I don't care. I, I hope more people become trainers if that's what their calling is. I just don't want equipment people or saying it's easy. Like you just take the, buy this class and you're now a trainer. That, Cause that's not true. You're just not, you, you, you're gonna have to, like I said, you're going to learn how to be a digital marketer, a new skill, and you're going to have to learn how to be a trainer, a new skill, just like lashing. So these are all skills. These all take time. It all takes energy. And this whole idea that, you know, we're threatened by more educators. I, you know, God bless you know, them. I want more educators. I want more products because it's more access that other people have yeah. to lashing. And, and the pie is big enough. It is absolutely There's big enough. There's enough eyeballs for and all of us. And by the way, the best will always rise to the top, just like lashing. And some people just won't cut it. Some people get into it for the wrong reasons or think it's not, it's easy and find out it's hard or find out they don't like it. Like I've known people who started training and said, nah, I don't really like it. I don't want to be a trainer. I know people who tried coaching and don't like it. Didn't want to stay in it. I've seen people be brand owners and decide they don't like it and got out of it. So just because it looks cool on the outside, once you get in, you may, mm, okay, not for me, which is fine. You just try and learn and grow and move on to whatever you do love. Find what you love. That's the thing. And I think what, I think the, one of the dangers with all this stuff is just like, do it just because it makes you a ton of money. You don't have to work. And that's a terrible motivation. You're going to have to work 
and it probably will not make you as much money as you want because the people are selling or have influence. They have followers. They have a big base. They've done a lot of hard work already to set themselves up so that they can resell this and make a lot of money. And also, and the last things they said is that um, the market was never saturated. The MR course, there is a long lifespan. And that to me is just, again, just trying to, to sell you a bill of goods because there is a limited lifespan. If you have a thousand people in a room and one person sells MRR to one and then they sell to four and then they sell to eight, 10 and not everyone's going to buy it. Like I said, 90% of the people I talked to said they won't buy it. So you only have 10% of the market, let's say that will want to buy this program from you. How many people can that you get? And then if all those people like you are now selling too, at some point, Everyone who can buy it will have bought it. It's like a consumable, like a loaf of bread. It doesn't last forever. It's yeah. <laughs> if everyone takes a piece of the bread, right, pass it around the table, no, no, it's infinite bread. Don't worry. It will keep growing as you take it, and everyone takes a bite. And they'll, don't worry. Just pass it on down the road. To, again, we'd solve world hunger. If we could say this food I'm going to ser- serve out to you is infinite, it will never run out. It's an endless resource. It's like violating the laws of entropy. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. All right, to wrap up, because sh- I need to go. Let's real quickly pass on where you can go learn things and where I can recommend some stuff to you. First off, join us on Clubhouse. We're going to teach you business, not necessarily digital marketing, but some of there will be some of that in there, or we'll get people outside. Actually, Elliot doesn't know yet, but I'm going to ask Elliot to come and teach a course and, and so forth. But so Clubhouse will be great, and that's going to be open, like we said, in March. So that's my own self-serving ad. Now on to other people. Business Made Simple. This is a Dahl Miller um, course, very reasonable. It's basically online classes teaching about business. If you just want to learn business, nothing else, Digital Made Simple, uh, marketing, Business Made Simple is, is a great place. If you want to learn salon management and learn how to run salons, we recommend Strategies. Great company, highly recommend. None of these are affiliates for us. We get no money from any of these companies. But if you want to learn how to run salons, they're the people to go to. If you want to learn coaching, like how to launch a coaching program or digital products, by far, not even close, the best person in the market is James Woodmore. James Wedmore. 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 That's Wedmore. how it's spelled. W-E-D-M-O-R-E. This is where Tara Lashpreneur learned from him. Jasmine Starr, who spoke at LashCon a few years ago. She was a student of his. A, a bunch of people. There are a bunch of people who have taken his classes. If you've seen someone do a coaching program, there's a decent chance James is behind that person. <laughs> so um, James Wedmore is a great source. If you want to do your own launching of e-products, trainings, or, or, or um, coaching, highly recommend it. The entry level, I think he does it two times a year and you can buy access. And then he does coaching on any of his masterminds and these are much higher, more costly versions. But um, just a heads up, he's very woo-woo, not into woo-woo myself, but he has a lot of woo-woo stuff in there. So you just ignore the woo-woo if you don't like it, but the, the, the steps and the skills and all that information is great. Um, another person, Russell Brunson um, with um, ClickFunnels has great tools out there that you can use. His books are good. Um, another company that I love is Digital Marketer, Ryan Deese or Dice. Um, he has a conference called Traffic and Conversion Conference that I keep buying and never go to. Uh, but I do watch the videos. How and, many years? Bill? Yeah, oh, too many years, like three or four years. He has a company, Digital Marketer. I bought into it and took some classes. But Digital Marketer, for like a low fee, I think it's like 99 bucks or something like that. I mean, it's more. You get access to all this digital marketing training. I mean, it's massive amount of digital marketing training. You can learn about everything. And you can get certified in different areas in digital marketing. So you can actually, if you want to become the expert in this area, because I've been certified in this. And a lot of these are added extras. So you get a base course and and then you can buy some of these other things added to it. Is I think it's the most comprehensive thing I've seen. I'm sure there's other ones out there, but this to me is the true digital marketing course. If you really want to go into digital marketing and you want to grow your business, hire or become a member of the digital marketer, digital marketer is probably the best advice I can give you as far as digital marketing goes. Elliot, I'm going to give you a couple of recommendations. So he gave, I have not bought, I actually think I bought this book. I haven't read it yet. Marketing, uh, Magnetic Marketing by Dan Kennedy. He's kind of like a, one of the big gurus of marketing. Um, it's a great book. I've been told by a ton of people and I've been wanting to read it. I just haven't gotten to it yet, but it is on my list. Then he shared a couple of free sources because there are people, a lot of people on YouTube, go on YouTube and learn a lot of stuff for free. Thomas Gonet or Gonet or Gonet, I forget. And David Fogarty, Fogarty. Fogarty <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Anyhow, Fogarty, Fogarty. I am. Those two people. 
go listen to Elliot's podcast. Go listen there. He shares a lot of this stuff in his, but I want to give credit to them because um, Elliot is a guy I trust highly and has a lot of information about this. And, and it's, I think it's good info and good, a lot of help. So those are places where you can go learn in business as well as more specifically digital marketing. And that will help you be, I think, if that's really a calling, by the way, it's a different job. It's not being a lash artist. It's a, it can eventually become a full-time job. And by the way, if you really get tired of lashing, you can become a digital marketer for other brands. I would love to find someone to work for us. I mean, we have our social media team, but a digital marketer is even further. Like it's a little higher up, like because it's overseeing everything. I'm our own, our own the house digital marketer for now. And I'll be honest, it is it is a lot of work. So we are looking for somebody. At some point. Yeah, we're not I probably can hire you today. But if you're interested and this is something you've done you've gone through and you learned these things, gosh, yeah, reach out to me. At least let's talk. Cause you know what? Down the road, we are definitely gonna be hiring someone to help us with this stuff because I can't keep doing everything. I get at some point I need to sleep again. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, so anything else you want to add there, Tess? We're late to our next appointment, so we should go. But thank you guys. That's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Airbender Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. <laughs>